Welcome to the Healing Place Church devotional podcast. Join us Monday through Friday for a new daily devotional each day from the Healing Place Church pastors and staff. We hope this podcast will help you grow in your faith and will be a blessing and a resource to you as you pursue God daily. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, JT. Um, It's Tuesday, July 21st, uh, 2020. And just as always, I declare that you guys will have a joyous, a faith-filled, and a prosperous day. Just continue to thanking everybody on all social media contents for continuing to watch these devotionals. We want to give a special shout out to everybody who have checked out or downloaded the Healing Place Church devotional podcast. Um, it's an opportunity to be able to check out these devotionals and your favorite pastors on the go. And like I said, man, I'm excited about it because I get a chance to check out uh, all day David Ray, literally all day, man. So uh, if you guys haven't checked that out, go ahead and do that and let us know um, what you think about it. We're going to continue to navigate um, in the book of First Peter. Uh, we'll be looking at First Peter chapter 3, verses 15 to 17 today in the NLT version. So you guys can go ahead and flip to that. Uh, but without any further ado, we're going to go ahead and dive into the word. And so the reading of God's word is starting in verse 15. Instead, you must worship Christ as Lord of your life. And if someone asks about your hope as a believer, always be ready to explain it. Verse 16, but do this in a gentle and respectful way. Keep your conscience clear. Then if people speak against you, they will be ashamed when they see what a good life you live because you belong to Christ. And verse 17 says, remember, it is better to suffer for doing good if that is what God wants than to suffer for doing wrong. You'll get an amen for the reading of God's word. Um, at the age of 14, and it was the first time in my life that I was able to athletically uh, train by myself. And at that time, I had looked up to this older athlete, man. He was about a couple years older than myself. And he, he passed down a slogan, passed down a motto to me uh, that I adopted when I was 14 and continue to live by it now and will continue to live by it by the rest of my life. And this motto and this slogan says that if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. I said again, if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. And what this motto and what this slogan is saying is that when opportunities arise in your life, you do not have to get prepared because you are already prepared. And as Christians, in order for us to be strong witnesses by the way that we live our lives, we have to continue to be strong witness by the way that we live our lives so that we can be a strong witness by the way that we speak God's word, by the way that we give our testimony and by the way that we share our faith with others. See, I'm a big sports uh, guy, man. I've been playing. I've been blessed to be able to play sports by the time I was four or five years old. But one thing that everybody knows about me is that I love playing sports, uh, but I don't like watching sports. So I love being a player, but I don't like being a spectator. And in the kingdom of God, that is what God is looking for. See, God is not looking for spectators, but God is looking for players to live our lives for King Jesus in righteousness so that we can give our testimony in a respectful and in a gentle manner. See, we have to look at ourselves as witnesses on the stand and not the persecuting attorney when we're given our testimony. God wants us to speak with meekness and with humbleness. And when I mean meekness, that doesn't mean that we're speaking softly, but we're speaking with the boldness and the authority that God has given us to share his word with others. See, we're not condemning other believers or non-believers when we're speaking, but 
we're doing this in a respectful and a gentle way so that we don't turn people away from the faith. In the latter part of verse 16, it says, then the people speak against you, they will be ashamed when they see what a good life you live because you belong to Christ. See, what Peter is telling us in verse 16 is that the best way to combat slander or combat persecution towards you is to live a life that is honorable and pleasing to God. See, you don't have to battle word for word with anybody. The only thing that we have to do is live a life of righteousness through Christ. See, the word says that Jesus Christ, who never sinned, was the offering for our sins so that we can be made right with God through Christ. So if Jesus Christ, who lived a perfect life, was slandered, was persecuted, and eventually crucified, if he lived a perfect life, then what more do you think that we will face in this broken and in this fallen world? And then we observe verse 17. Verse 17 tells us, Remember, it is better to suffer for doing good if that is what God wants than to suffer for doing wrong. So what Peter is telling us in this moment that if we're going to suffer, we might as well suffer for doing good and not for doing evil. See, one of the prime examples in the Bible of an explanation of this is Jacob's son, Joseph. See, Joseph was thrown into a pit by his brothers. A Joseph was falsely accused at Potiphar's house and thrown into prison for 13 years. See, every step of the way that Joseph uh, was a part of, Joseph was unjustly treated. He was persecuted for doing what is good. And how many of us know that when we're persecuted for doing what is good, we gain the kindness and the favor of God. And God eventually exalted Jacob, sorry, exalted Joseph into the second in the command behind Pharaoh. So we have to understand that when we're doing things that are good, it doesn't excuse the persecution that people push towards us because Joseph always said that what people meant for our bad, what the enemy meant for evil, God always turned it for our good. So JT, man, how can we apply this to our lives? The first thing that we have to do is ask God for the confidence and ask God for the opportunities to be able to share our faith and share our testimonies. Uh, something that I shared with our staff the other day is that um, in Colossians chapter four, verses two, is something that I pray all the time. And I encourage you guys to pray it as well. It's where God would give us many, many opportunities uh, to speak about the mysterious plans of his son, Jesus Christ. And I promise you that when you pray these things and you declare them over your life, God will continue to give you the boldness. He will give you the authority, but he will also give you the confidence and the opportunities to speak about the faith. And the second thing is to uh, go out and make disciples, man, uh, to be able to have that confidence and uh, to be able to go out there and make disciples. But the thing that we must understand is that in order for us to do that, we have to know God's word. And so uh, the two things that we wanted you guys to do to apply to your life is to ask God for these opportunities and for you to go out there and make disciples by the opportunities uh, that you are given. And so I pray that this devotional has blessed you guys um, like it encouraged me. Um, without further ado, man, I want to go ahead and go into the prayer. So I pray that we open up our hearts and open up our minds to receive and touch heaven to change earth with this prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we just thank you for this day. Lord, we give you the honor and the praise for who you are and what you mean to us, Father God. Lord, just as he says in Colossians chapter 4, 
Lord, that you will give us many, many opportunities to speak about the mysterious plans of your son, Jesus Christ. Lord, and we pray that when we're given these opportunities, Father, Lord, that you give us the boldness and you give us the authority, Father God, to speak these plans and to speak about the mysterious plans, Father, in a clear and a concise way as possible, Father. Lord, we thank you for these opportunities in advance, Father. Lord, we thank you that we don't have to combat with people word from word, Father God, when slander or when persecution comes towards us. But Father God, Lord, the way that we can combat that is to live a life that is honorable and pleasing to you. So Father God, we ask that you give us the power and the desire to do what only pleases you, Father God. Lord, and if we are to suffer, if that is your will in our lives, Lord, we want to suffer for doing what is good and not for doing what is evil, Father. For what everybody meant for evil, Father, Lord, you turn it around and you mean it for our good. So we thank you with everything that is inside of us, Father. Lord, your word says in Mark 11, 24, if we pray for anything and we believe that we have already received it, Father, it shall be ours. So we thank you in advance for answering these prayers. We give you all the glory, all the majesty, Father God, and we thank you for the victory in Christ that you have given each believer, Father, in your son Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening. Take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss any of the daily devotionals and be sure to share with your friends. For more information about HPC, visit healingplacechurch.org.